Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole. My name is Adam. Hello, Adam. How you doing? Great. Um, have you ever been in that situation where somebody asks you to do something and then you're nervous about doing it? Yeah, definitely. I um, get called from time to time to go in and help people plan events or come up with creative ideas for things. And there was definitely a time in my life where I'd get a call like that. And then I didn't know necessarily all the details. I didn't know what it was going to be like. I had done it before, but I had kind of like question marks about whether or not I'd be able to do it again, even though it had been successful in the past. I was like, uh, well, the circumstances are different. The people are different. I'm not exactly sure if I'm going to be able to do it this time. And it would result in me being a little nervous. I find that hard to believe, Cole. Well, really, I'm I'm just telling the story for effect. Right. What I came to understand is that that feeling of nervousness was kind of related to how I perceived mastery. So I thought mastery was like knowing all things about a thing, knowing all the details, knowing like in photography, like knowing all the ways to take a photo or knowing all the technology that you need to be able to operate in order to take that photo or in music, like knowing all the possible fingerings for specific chords on a guitar. But that's not how we perceive mastery. Is it not? No, we don't look at like the master painters of history and be like, oh, they just knew how to do all the brush techniques. Now, is technique important? Sure. Can it be helpful? Absolutely. We talk a lot about that on this podcast, but it's not what makes somebody a master. So what is something that makes someone a master then, Cole? I think someone is a master because they can get from point A to point B with a seeming level of effortlessness. Yeah, I think that's definitely accurate. And when I'm in the music world and someone shows up, like let's say you bring someone in to fill in on a gig and they just nail everything as if they were at all the rehearsals and they're just keeping up with the band perfectly, even though they just showed up that day and you handed them the charts. Like that's the level of mastery that I think musicians kind of strive to get to. Yeah. Like they hear a song and even if they don't know the song, they get the vibe, they hear the chord changes and they like really quickly can internalize them or maybe even begin to kind of like predict what's coming next. They get the song, not because they know everything about music, They get the song because they like have developed an internal sense of what songs are like. Right. And what a songwriter would do. Exactly. And I think that is kind of a broader definition and understanding of mastery that's been helpful for me. And it's in the end relieved a ton of stress because I've gone from having to know all the details and thinking that mastery is the ability to know everything about a topic or subject to taking a broader understanding and saying, okay, I'm not an expert because I know everything. I'm an expert because I've done this enough that I can understand what the process is like. And I have confidence from going to from point A to point B, regardless of what all the circumstantial details might look like in between. So the question I think is how do we get there? 
And this has been a, a big lesson for me too, is, you know, you can't just one day wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to decide that I'm going to behave like a master today and just have confidence that I can get from point A to point B without any trouble. The thing that has been most instrumental for me in kind of mastering, let's say, you know, what I was talking about before, this idea of going in and helping people plan creative events is that literally I started very, very small and was able to navigate those circumstances where there was like maybe less stakes involved and less pressure on getting it quote unquote right and doing those things at small scale and literally over the course of a dozen years or 15 years have been able to slowly increase in increments of size and scale and scope and, um, and to some degree like severity, I guess, to the point where it's no longer about all of the little details that may or may not be present along the way. It's just like, you know what? I know I can go into a room with a group of people and hear what it is that they're trying to plan and contribute in a meaningful way. And that gives me the ability to start trusting that I can do something more significant than what I did last time because I've developed the broad set of tools to be able to go in an environment and and accomplish that task. Yeah, and I think from my perspective with a career that's been focused mostly on music production, Mm -hmm. like having go-to techniques I think is a big part of what kind of mastery looks like Mm. in that field because you can spend all day reinventing the wheel and someone could bring you a song and say hey i have this song and you can listen to it and be like yeah let's dig around and really explore and try to reinvent the whole process or you can kind of stick to something that you know and after a while like pattern recognition is huge and when someone comes to you and says hey i want to do a song that sounds like kind of like a 90s influenced R&B song. It's okay to go, all right, well, I know what that is like, so let's stick to this. Hmm. Let's grab a preset of a keyboard that sounds like a Rhodes and let's put some you know, electric drums in it. Like You don't have to sit there and reinvent the wheel all the time. You can kind of just hit the ground running and start going and let the ideas kind of follow your lead instead of having to push the song up the hill all the time. Because hmm. when I work with producers who are new and just starting out it seems like they they'll say things like oh i don't want to use that drum snare drum sample because i used it last time it's like okay why like so just do it just use it if that's the one that you like it's okay to use the same snare drum sample on every song forever as long as it sounds good you know but having to go back and try and reinvent the wheel and not having a process to me that shows like an experience and it shows that you don't trust your gut Hmm. Yeah. And that goes back to like getting sucked back into the minutia of the detail. Mm -hmm. Like mastery is the ability to zoom out and recognize that the detail of, okay, this snare drum, I used it last time and I can't use it this time is not the right thing to be thinking about when it comes to developing a quality song that has artistic merit and, is something that people may want to listen to. Right. 
it's this bigger idea of what makes a compelling song. How do I approach this process and going into it, not obsessing about getting every detail right, but seeing that big picture and saying, you know what? I believe that I can get to the other side regardless of what details come my way. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think once you start to kind of master one aspect of things, you can be surprised at how well those principles will translate into other parts of your art career. Hmm. like Or uh, life in general. Oh, definitely. I mean, for one kind of short example, I've been hired to make albums for TV shows before. So like Say Yes to the Dress or, you know, sports highlight packages and things like that. And I got asked to do a folk album, which isn't my normal genre per se. And I was like, you know what? I've, I'm going to have a hard time doing this without a banjo. And I've been spending like a decade playing guitar. And I was actually surprised how quickly I could pick up like some basic banjo skills, just kind of using the math that you can kind of come up with in your head of like the theory of guitar all that stuff translates to every instrument that has strings. Hmm. So the tunings are different and the intervals between the strings are different. But once you know the difference, you can kind of adjust on the fly and start putting together something where it's like you're not having to take banjo lessons because you already have kind of mastered one element of a stringed instrument that all can translate into the next one. Hmm. So I, I think for me, one of the important parts of this conversation is why does any of this matter? And, you know, we think about, okay, well, yeah, it'd be nice to be like a master at something. But I think that there are are a lot bigger implications that really kind of lead us into a place of better health. The The first of those things is that mastery is the ability to go from one degree of level to another with confidence. And so we approach moments with confidence. And I think there's an important distinction here. We're not confident because we're in control of all of the details and have created a situation that we know we can be a master of. Rather, we go into that situation, honestly, knowing that we are effing awesome. Like, I've done this before. I've done this at one scale. I believe I can do it at the other. If somebody called me tomorrow to do this, like for a Super Bowl, or I, I believe that I could step into that moment and do it because I've moved beyond being immobilized or frozen by the details that are out of my control. And I've moved into a place of believing that I'm just someone who honestly has had enough experience of doing this at various scales that I believe I can now do it at another scale. Right. And those kind of things kind of go exponentially. Hmm. Like you're not going to go from doing an event with 10 people to 20 to 30 to to 40. You're absolutely right. It usually goes 10 to 100 to 1,000. Yeah. And your experience level kind of ramps up in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like you, if you can do an event for 100 people, you can probably do one for 1,000. It's not going to be some drastically scary thing because you've picked up experience along the way. Yeah. And I, I started this episode talking about that, that kind of sense of pressure or nervousness or an anxiety that might sometimes be pervasive in the creative process. And I think that when we move into a place of mastery by zooming out and believing that we can navigate the big idea, 
those details become insignificant and we can surrender control. We no longer have to control the environment. We no longer have to control all the details. And a lot of that anxiety goes away. In fact, there's the possibility that things start totally shifting in the other direction. Instead of being afraid about all of those details and how we will or will not be able to navigate them, sometimes those details become the thing that we love about the process. We approach them with excitement because they're the thing that are bringing new vitality to the process. They're the thing that's mixing it up. They're the things that are making it fresh again. Well, anxiety and nervousness are energies, I guess you could say. And there's kind of a flip side of anxiety, which is excitement. Hmm. So if you can just kind of think of it as like, oh, I'm anxious about this because I want to do a good job. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to have the opportunity to do that. Like you can almost channel that into like a positive way to think about those kind of things. Yeah. And I think that mindset shift is really significant because you're right. Like when you're saying what you're saying, you're talking about like the physiological response of nervousness and excitement. They're almost the same physiological experience. Like our heart speeds up, our hands get sweaty. They're the, the same things are happening to us physiologically. It's just how we're framing it. Right. And I think once we start to understand mastery dif differently, that helps us frame nervousness and excitement more appropriately. Oh, 100%. Yep. So kind of, again, bookending this, um, this idea of like going to these brainstorming sessions. So I help people plan events and put creative elements into their uh, into their creative events and create experiences that give people a great opportunity to experience their brand in an artistic way. And right now we're like working on stuff for Immerse that's coming up this October and we create these interactive arts experiences and things like that. And there are brand new clients that we're working with for the very first time. And I've begun to see like, okay, going into this creative process, we know we have to make something interesting that guests are going to love. And now, instead of being afraid about going in and hearing what this company's all about and some of their values, those now become the exciting part of, okay, I'm about to go into a room. There are going to be limitations put onto the creative process because the eventually the art that we're making will in some way embody the values of this brand or the identity of this brand. Those things have actually become opportunities for new ways of creative thinking for me. Right. So whereas before I was nervous about whether or not I'd be able to accomplish that thing, those new seeming limitations are now jumping off points for new ideas, for fresh ideas. Well, I think the whole way that you can approach it all is just changing like one word about the whole thing. Because if you say, can I make something that's going to fit this project or fit mm -hmm. this brief? Instead of of that, just say, how can I? Yeah. How can I make something that fits into this project? How can I bring something to the table? Just that kind of curiosity angle that you can, how can I do this? What, you know, what am I going to do to make this awesome? Instead of like, can I do this? Or will I be able to? Hmm. Yeah. Well, good word. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. As always, it's amazing. I hope this week that you can kind of take that, take a moment to zoom out and really ask, okay, what are the things that, I essentially have mastered. What are those big ideas that I can begin to rest into as opposed to having to be in control of all of the details? 
Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, connect with us on Instagram at Entrepreneur Podcast, and we will see you next week. We'll see you there. <laughs>